Hello, this is Bad Vibes. Today's video is on Home Alone, Intruder, or some creep in your backyard when you're just trying to play your video games and he keeps on tapping at your window. Make sure you hit that like button if you enjoy. Also, if you like no sleep and creepy pastas, please sub to my second channel. The link will be in the description and probably in the pinned comment. And sit back, relax, and enjoy. This story is not as eventful as others on here, but I thought it was a fitting post. This happened two years ago. It was a normal day on the weekend and I happened to be home alone. I went about my business as usual on just chilling and watching some movies for the night. I was used to being home alone, so I wasn't afraid or anything like that. After all, I took precautions every time and nothing remotely suspicious happened until then. At one point, I went on a walk as per usual during the midday. I usually have my headphones in and at first, I didn't notice someone was following me. But in the corner of my eye, I caught a glimpse of what seemed to be a silhouette that was matching my footsteps. The person was walking alongside me on the other side of the pavement, synchronizing their movements with mine while watching me. I gathered the courage to face the person. It was an ordinary looking man, seemingly in his 40s. There was nothing odd, creepy, or unusual about him besides the look on his face, emotionless, stiff and haunting somehow. I could only bear to look at him for a few seconds, as his glance felt really unsettling. I continued walking while turning off my music player in order to be more aware of my surroundings. I kept my headphones in though, as I did not want to tip him off that something was wrong. I don't know why. Out of the blue, he turned and started walking towards me. My heart was pounding, but I didn't stop walking. He got close and said something to me. He asked me how my mother was doing. Even though a creepy sensation was taking over me at the bizarre question as I didn't know him, I took my headphones out to ask him to repeat it. He repeated the question and I said my mom was fine and asked him how come he knew her since I had never seen him before. He evaded the question and said he hopes that her and my grandparents solve their family issues which he couldn't have known anything about since my family keeps their business private, especially from strangers or extended relatives and acquaintances. My stomach turned as I refused to respond and avoided eye contact with him. I couldn't make out his features very well since I was determined not to watch him straight in the face and walked faster, taking a different route back to my house. Very stupidly, I looked behind me once and saw him in the same spot, but now he was smiling and damn, was it creepy. Every inch of my body told me to run, but I reframed, thinking he'd be excited by the challenge of chasing me down. I got home and sent my mom a message providing the guy's description, as far as I could tell, to see if she knew him. She didn't reply, but somehow I managed to calm down by the end of the day. I was watching some movies like I planned to, and by the time I went to bed, I almost forgot about the strange occurrence. That was until I was awakened by a knock at the door to my flat. I was sleeping in the living room, so I heard it right away. I checked my phone, 4 a.m., who would be banging at the door at this time? An unsettling sensation crept up on me as I was gathering the courage to come look through the peephole. There was a knock again. I finally got up and pulled away the cover to my peephole. There was a strange man, his head very close to the peephole. I cannot describe what a grotesque sight that was. 
he could see me watching him and he smiled. I could make out his features better this time. He had piercing blue eyes, black greasy hair, and a hooked nose. The best words to describe his facial expressions are creepy and disturbing, and his large smile went up to his eyes that remained emotionless and his teeth were really clean and white. He also seemed to be well-dressed. He didn't strike me as a homeless man at all. Me observing him took about two seconds and he started waving at me while quietly giggling. That sound and the hand gestures pushed me over the edge. My heart sank and I instinctively pulled away from the door. I grabbed a knife from the kitchen as I didn't own a bat, pepper spray, or a taser. I was walking towards the furthest spot of the house from the entrance when I heard the most horrifying sound. He was trying the door repeatedly. I locked it, thank God. As I heard this, I called the police and explained the situation in a quiet voice. They said they would send someone. A good 20 minutes later, I was still holding the kitchen knife in anticipation without daring to look through the peephole again. I knew this guy was still standing at my door. I could hear him breathe. I did not flinch. When the sirens emerged in the distance, I let out a sigh of relief. When the police got there, the guy was nowhere to be found. I didn't hear him leave, but I was distracted by the sirens, so I could have missed it. The police questioned me, and I provided the man's description to them. They said that they would keep an eye out for him. I couldn't sleep after they left. In the morning, my mom responded to me that she knew no one who matched that description I offered her. I told her what happened and offered a better description of the man. She still had no clue. Two years passed since this occurrence and I don't exactly know what his intentions were and what he knew about my family. I was paranoid for a while. The police didn't follow up. This happened about 10 or so years ago, and after reading all the posts here for a while, I figured it would fit right in. For background, I grew up on a rural 18-acre farm in the middle of nowhere with my sister and my mother. Occasionally at nights, my father would show up. Long story, but oftentimes, it was just the three of us. Our property was shaped like a big rectangle, with our house on the very edge of the property with a dirt and limestone road in front of it and the rest of the property extending back behind us. We had some unfriendly neighbors across the dirt road from us, and after that there were some mobile homes a few miles away, to the right and left. My room was in the back of the house with a large window looking out to our fence backyards where the sheep were, and there was another fence with a pasture for the goats, and onwards to another pasture with a fence for our ponies. This is relevant because in order for anything to get into our backyard, you'd have to get past at least one fence. One night, I was playing with my action figures on my floor around bedtime when I heard a knocking noise coming from my window, and I always had my blinds shut at night because I was scared of the dark. I immediately panicked and ran into my mom's bedroom in front of the house and hysterically told her what happened. She came over to my window and popped open the blinds and looked around but there was no one except some sheep in the distance. Since we lived in a pretty woody area, my mother assured me that it was just an armadillo knocking against the wood of our house. This satisfied me at the moment and I went to bed shortly after. A few weeks went by and occasionally I'd hear knocking on the window, which would freak me out a little but since I was assured it was the armadillo, I would just go back to sleep. 
A few more weeks went by and I hadn't heard anything for a while until one night. It was very, very late. I was awoken by very loud knocking from what sounded like the glass on my window. This was weirder than normal, but still wasn't overly scary to me. Still, I decided this particular knocking needed investigating since it sounded much louder than the others. I hopped out of my bed and crept up to the window and popped the bottom blinds to see if I could finally spot the armadillo. What I saw still gives me shivers to this day. There was a pair of bare feet with dirty blue jeans and their waist was obscured by the rest of the blinds. Then to my mounting horror, the legs shifted and the torso leaned down as the person standing behind my window was attempting to look through the slots I had made in the blinds. I screamed as loud as I ever had and ran shrieking past my sister's room, through the living room, to the kitchen, and into my mother's bedroom. I sent all the dogs scrambling through the house barking and also woke my sister who ran crying to my mother's room. Luckily, my mom was up doing work on her laptop and through the sobs, I explained what happened. To my mother's credit, she took me seriously and locked us all in the bathroom and called 911. We stood crouched in the bathtub with her for what seemed like hours as the cops tried to find where our house was through the twisting country roads. They eventually showed up, looked around the property and found human footprints in the dirt outside my window, but nothing else. We ended up leaving for a while to stay at my grandma's house in town, but eventually went back home after a week. My mother ended up buying an axe, but that was all the protection we had since she was a major hippie and didn't believe in owning firearms. There's a few more instances with knocking, but each time, my mom would check and there was never a person there again, thank God. To this day, I always shut my blinds at night, and I never look past the blinds when it's dark. I'm in my early 20s and female. I posted here a few days ago and you guys really enjoyed my creepy encounter. So here's another. So like I had said in my last post, I moved here a couple years ago on my own. About 9 months after I moved in, someone started pounding on my door a little past 11.30pm. I was already in bed by this point and was awfully concerned about the person at my door. My upstairs neighbor's aquarium had broken the night before and flooded into my living room. Since I just had a fiasco with my neighbor late at night, I figured it was probably just her again and almost just opened the door without hesitation. Right before I was about to open up, I had a hard feeling wash over me. So instead, I meekly said, Hello? Through the door. I heard a man reply, saying, Hi, I'm a friend of David Jones. The second I heard him speak, my blood went cold. I had a terrible feeling about this. David Jones was the name of the previous tenant. He was very elderly and disabled. He was in a wheelchair and lived with a helper and passed away before I moved in. I looked through the people and he was wearing sunglasses. Again, it was almost midnight. He had a black face mask and a black hoodie with a hood up. I said, David doesn't live here anymore, I'm sorry. He pounds his fist on the door again and laughs saying, Oh yeah? Open the door and prove it. Like I said, David was in a wheelchair and needed a ramp for the door, which was removed before I even moved in. With that in mind, you would think someone who feels comfortable enough with David to be knocking on his door in the middle of the night after almost a year of no communication 
would be able to evaluate the situation and see that there's no wheelchair modifications, apologize for the mix-up and be on the merry way. Well, this wasn't the case. He was still pounding on the door, telling me to open up. I told him that David is not here. I'm not opening the door and that he needs to leave. He was standing outside my place for a few more minutes. I was scared and just standing frozen by the door. I saw him walk away. I was still by my door when I heard someone rustling around my back door, over by where my bedroom is. I was still frozen. I didn't want to believe that someone could actually be by my bedroom window. For clarification of the area by my window, it was attached to a common area yard for all the residents. It was directly off the sidewalk of a relatively busy area, so it isn't uncommon to have someone in the yard, but certainly uncommon to have someone directly up against your porch and windows. I heard something loud happen in my bedroom. I grabbed my pepper spray and cautiously approached the room. No one broke in, but something seemed really off. After a while of not seeing any person anywhere or hearing anything, I went back to bed. In the morning, I came up for a smoke and saw that my bedroom window screen had been ripped off. It was all bent, out of shape. Definitely didn't look like it randomly fell off. I knew exactly what happened. This guy had ripped off the screen and tried to get through my bedroom window. Thankfully, it was locked and I have window jammers. This obviously frightened me, but not much I could do at this point. A few weeks later, someone tried to open my front door in the middle of the day. No knocks, no nothing. I just hear my doorknob turn and clearly try to be opened. I shot up and ran to the peephole to see a man dressed in all black, hood up, with black sunglasses on. He tried the door a couple more times and pushed against it really hard. I was trying to think of something intimidating to say or something to get him to stop. My brain decided it was a great idea just to hit my door. It worked though, so hey. I slapped the back of my door really hard and the guy jumped up three feet and ran away. Now here's where I think it gets really bizarre. So I googled my address. Everything online for my current residence still lists David Jones as an active resident. I 100% think that this guy saw me, a young female all alone, and googled my address and was trying to get my trust into opening the door. I think after that didn't work, he was just trying to get in, hence the bedroom window. Him coming back a few weeks later is very weird in my opinion. You would either think that he would have moved on to another target, or he would have been more interested in getting in sooner. I definitely don't think that he knew David. I don't think he owed him money, or was family, or anything like that. So the timeline is bizarre, but maybe he already had other victims and just decided to try my place again. At any rate, his plan didn't work and he was gone. Literally months upon months go by. Someone knocks gently on my door around 9pm. I get up and look, and what do you know, an individual covered in black, head to toe, with sunglasses on. I didn't answer or make any noise. He slowly turns the handle and pushes on the door, then takes a few steps back and walks to my neighbor's door. I heard him try theirs. My neighbor is a middle-aged man living alone. The door didn't open, and I see him walk up the stairs and can hear him trying yet another neighbor's door. This apartment has five people living in it, including a child. The door didn't open and he tried the remaining door that didn't currently have anyone in it. Failed again. Creepy. Alright, 
So that makes me think, maybe he didn't single me out as a vulnerable female because he just seems to be trying to get in wherever he can. I do think it's rather strange that my cats hate him. I have never seen either of them hiss, except for when this guy is at my door. They always are clearly very frightened and are ready to fight, which is majorly unlike either of them. You honestly wouldn't even know that they have teeth or claws unless you are a cardboard box or a laser pointer. Back in early January, our clad lad is back. My brother, who is quite intimidating, was over for a visit. He heard someone try to open the door. He got up, opened the door to see this guy actively trying to open the middle-aged neighbor's door. The guy then ran away for his life. My brother wasn't aware of the ongoing issue and thought it was weird. Today, I was taking a nap around 2 p.m. and I hear an aggressive knock on my door. It pauses for a few moments and then picks back up. While this was happening, I heard my upstairs neighbors quickly close their window. I was tired and figured that it was the same creep, so I didn't even bother looking. After a few minutes, I heard him knocking on my neighbor's door. After that failed, he went upstairs and knocked on the two doors up there for a bit. After a while, the knocking stopped and I heard the upstairs neighbors open their window back up. I couldn't sleep anymore, so I grabbed my smokes and headed outside. I could hear my neighbors through their open window. The little girl was asking her mom who that guy is and why he keeps doing this. I have reported this to my landlord. She is absolutely no help and basically tells me not to answer my door if I feel unsafe and call the police if it escalates. You would think that someone ripping my bedroom screen off would count as escalating, but I guess not. This guy has been bothering me for a little over a year now and apparently all of my neighbors as well. It seems really weird for a criminal to do, just trying to break in at the same apartments over and over again at all hours of the night and day. I guess I just have no idea what he's after. Don't open your doors to strangers, no matter what time of the day it is. Something eerie I experienced as a teen I grew up with both my parents and my brother in a small ranch house within the suburbs off the highway. Things were always quiet and crime rarely ever happened. We were the only kids on our street and were surrounded by other houses with old couples. Due to this fact, I was comfortably left home alone quite often whenever the others wanted to go somewhere late. This story happened when my brother was old enough to drive and hang out with his friends on his own. One fateful night, my brother was out very late, and my parents went out on a date. I was playing Halo 3 all night. My 14-year-old self lived for these nights alone, gaming non-stop without interruption until my parents came home. It's worth noting that I had two large dogs at the time, and the living room had three huge windows which opened towards the street. I could see about half of the driveway from the couch where I was gaming. At around 11.30pm, I hear what sounds like a car door. I'm thinking it must be my neighbor, since I didn't see a car pull into my driveway, but the dog said otherwise. They are freaking out as if my parents pulled in. I, thinking nothing of it, stayed where I was and yelled for them to stop. Our dogs were all well trained and waited patiently by the door. I see what looks like a silhouette or two past the windows, so I shut off the Xbox, now thinking that my parents came home a bit earlier. No biggie. I put my controller away and hear the doorknob jiggle. It's unlocked, I yell as I go to the kitchen to get myself a glass of milk. Again, no biggie. I can hear the doorknob jiggling once more. 
The dogs go back to barking. Weird. I could have sworn I left it unlocked. Hold on, I'm coming. I yell. I take a second to get my glass of milk prepared. Look, I was a teenager. I had selfish, dumb priorities. Looking back, I'm kind of glad I did. The extra minute may have spared me. I go back to the front door, and I see that it was actually locked. Huh, weird. I locked it and walked away. I unlocked it now, I say, and go back to the kitchen. The dogs basically have their nose against the door, trying to get to my parents. After about a minute, I'm generally confused. I go back and open the door. No one's there. I peek my head out and look down the sidewalk. I look on the other side of the yard. There's no car and no person. The road is clear. Who the heck jiggled my doorknob? Where is the car door I heard? Now I'm freaking out. I called my mom's cell and told her what happened. She said, We're on our way home. Call Mr. Jimmy and we'll be there soon. Mr. Jimmy was my next door neighbor who owns a 12 gauge. So I locked the house down as much as possible while calling Mr. Jimmy. He said he'll be right over. I'm looking outside, making an effort to look opposite of whatever he patrols, in case the perp ran from him. Absolutely no sign of anyone. Mr. Jimmy then comes inside and waits with me, saying that he didn't see or hear anything. Nothing like this happened since. Neighbors never reported break-ins or suspicious characters, as far as I know. My mother was 100% convinced that it was just late and I was delirious. Wouldn't be the first time that I slept-walked or slept-talked but I've learned to know the difference. I believe I was fully conscious. Like I said, I lived a fairly normal and uneventful life. No crime or risk of life to speak of, except for this one thing. So I thought I'd share. I hope you got a kick out of my mildly creepy experience. I was minding my own business, playing video games at approximately 1am when I heard my dog barking at the entrance door downstairs. At first, I thought it was nothing. He always barks at my cat when they play together. He wouldn't stop though. After 10 minutes, I called my mom. She was upstairs too, and asked her to go check on the dog. She went downstairs, and after a few seconds she came back up and told me that she saw someone from the window next to the front door in our garden. My garden is surrounded by other buildings, so you can't access it if you don't have the key to the front gate. She took a flashlight and went outside to check. I don't understand why she did that. She saw a man on his knees. He was moving his hands through the grass as if he was looking for something. She tried to get his attention. Is, is everything alright? What are you doing on my property? He ignored her and continued to search through the grass. He was mumbling something about some mushrooms. He was sad, almost crying. My mom got closer to him and he continued to mumble, this time looking at my mom, asking her about the mushrooms. She then went back inside and called the police. They took him away. He didn't react to them at all. He just ignored them. To this day, I don't understand how he got into my garden. What was he looking for and why? The police says he wasn't under the influence of drugs or alcohol, but that he probably suffered from mental illness. This happened to me when I was 16. I woke up one night to my dog losing her mind over something. I rolled over, thinking it was a critter of some sort. A possum or raccoon. 
that was enough to almost let it settle in. Until I heard her bark get aggressive, her growls got deeper. I got up and looked out the window and saw a man standing in my yard. I couldn't breathe. He seemed to notice the blinds move as he whipped his head and torso to be facing the window. I froze. He took a step forward. Just one. Don't think he wanted to further risk my German Shepherd attacking him. He backed away into the yard, into the street, into the dark. Out of where my floodlights could see him. The creepiest thing? He never once stopped staring at my window. Not once. I don't know who he was or why he was there. But something tells me that if my dog hadn't waken me up, things could have gone bad. Okay guys, so I'm trying to fall asleep at my dad's and I'm listening to scary stories. I'm a fairly small guy and if it came down to it, I could not fight off a large man. So I'm listening to the scary stories when I hear three faint taps on the other side of the room at the window. I turn off the stories so I can listen. I hear nothing, but all of a sudden I can hear tapping two feet away from my face. The curtains are closed so I couldn't see them and they couldn't see me. I sat up and immediately hear them on the same window, but harder. Then I hear a raspy chuckle and receding footsteps, but I thought it was strange because I didn't hear them come up to the window. I'm still skeptical, so I peek out through the small slit in the curtains, and standing not even five inches away from my face is a man crouched with a long beard and a look of malice and hatred in his face, pressed up against the window, staring right back at me. When our eyes met, he stood up, he was at least 6'5", 250 pounds. He ran off into the field and he was holding something that glinted in the moonlight. It was a large hunting knife. So guys, if you live by the Gig Harbor in Washington State, lock your windows and close your curtains. I was in my room watching some videos on the internet and suddenly heard someone in my house singing out to their grandma. I walked out of my room and was greeted by a guy with a backpack on with a dazed look in his eyes. He looked to be my age, early 20s, and was asking me for his grandma. I've never seen this guy in my life or in my small neighborhood before and I was sort of spooked. I told him to leave and that his grandma wasn't here and she might be at the next door down. He proceeds to leave my house and continue to walk past the houses on the streets, and I never saw him again. Just wanted to share this wild experience. We live in a more rural area in northeast New York. It gets very dark where I live. There's an alleyway between our house and our garage. At the back of our garage is a large chicken coop. As we were getting out of the car to go into the house, my daughter started towards the house to go inside and suddenly came running back, looking terrified. I said, what's the matter? She said, there's a man in the alleyway. I looked down the alleyway and saw no one. I hurried the kids back into the house and locked the doors. We have a large screen porch off the side door. I went out on the screen porch to look through the windows to see if I could see anyone, but it was pitch black out there. I yelled to my daughter, very loudly so whoever was out there could hear me. Bring me the gun and my phone. I called the police and asked them to come out quietly with their lights off and check out my property. When they got there, they checked the entire outside of my property but didn't find anyone. 
But as they were ready to leave, I heard one of the cops say to the other, I saw a man walking down the road on my way here. I don't know who the man was who was hiding behind the chicken coop or what his intentions were, but I'm glad I never found out. So it was a Friday night. Earlier that day, my parents had left for an important business meeting early Saturday morning, and the city that they were meeting in happened to be a long ways away, so they left early so they could get to the city around 6 p.m. and stay at a hotel. So I was left at home to watch my two little brothers and one little sister. I was 15 at the time, and this was 2017. So that night, I was watching Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, because my siblings really liked the Harry Potter films, when all of a sudden we heard banging on our back door. I got up to see, and I saw a man at the back door, and two men at the kitchen window. They were all wearing black hoodies. I turned off all the lights and told my siblings to get upstairs. At this time, my brothers were 8 and 6, and my little sister was 4. Anyways, I turned off the living room light, and we started to head upstairs. As we were doing that, another man approached the front door and started banging on it. We went upstairs and hid in the wardrobe. We heard the men come upstairs, and I heard one of them say, We just want to kill you, so there ain't no point in hiding. My siblings were starting to sob. We heard two men go into my parents' bedroom, and then I decided to escape. I lived in the house my whole life up to that point, so I knew where the creaky parts of the floors were, and told my siblings where to avoid. We made our way downstairs, and I unlocked the door. However, I accidentally swung it open and hit the wall. I turned around and saw one of the men at the top of the stairs looking at us. He pointed at us and started screaming, but not like a scared scream, more like an alert scream. I ran out with my siblings, and as we got out, I heard the man screaming turn into a high-pitched psychotic laugh. We started running to our neighbor's house, which was a good distance away, and when we looked back, the four men were chasing us. Luckily, we got to our neighbor's and called the police. We waited for the police to arrive, and went back to the house. The four men were nowhere to be found, and there was nothing else to report apart from two broken door windows. So a little explaining. To get to my apartment, you have to go to the back of this house, to a second door, up some stairs, onto a little deck, and up a flight of stairs. I think it's called a loft apartment. Anyway, I was 18 and hanging out with people I probably shouldn't have, and my boyfriend. One of my friends was a small town dealer. We'll call him Ray. Now Ray would run to cars from my house to do some small deals, but nobody ever came to my door or into my place. Stupid regardless, I know. One night, I was leaving work. My boyfriend, Ray, and another friend were staying at my apartment, playing Halo or something. As I'm walking down the stairs to get out the door, locking it as I left, I turn around and was startled by a man in my backyard, staring at me. He couldn't have been more than 30 and looked totally normal. Who are you? I'm here for Ray. Oh, let me go get him. Now I think maybe this guy doesn't understand the stay in your car memo and I'm trying to calmly open my door and fill in with my keys oblivious to the fact that this man is now coming up the deck behind me until one of the boards squeaked. I turned around to look at him and he has this most blood chilling smile like he was forcing his mouth as far as he could just to show every tooth. 
His eyes were wider than I think any human's eyes could go. Imagine gritting your teeth and peeling your lips back like a dog does and stretching your mouth as far as it can go. His eyes looked like he had no eyelids with how wide he was making them. He makes it up that last step and is now a foot from me with the same unholy facial expression like it's froze to his face and I lost it. I began screaming and pounding on the door so my boyfriend could hear me. I didn't even turn to look at this guy again out of fear that he would eat my face off and by the time my boyfriend came downstairs, I threw myself inside and the guy was nowhere to be seen. We go upstairs and I look out the front window facing towards the street and the guy is calmly walking down the road. Ray is looking with us and I ask him if he ever seen him before or knows him and he says absolutely not. When the guy reaches the corner of the street, he crosses to the other corner and looks directly at the window. I can see his face spread into a horrifying smile and he takes off running down the other side of the block. Ray stayed that night and none of us slept. I've never seen that man again and neither has Ray. Now this guy could have been a total crackhead and I've had my run-ins with people like that before. But this man looked totally normal when he was standing in my yard. But when I turned around, that smile, I won't ever forget that. This is gonna sound bizarre and made up, but I swore on my left nipple that this happened and there's several witnesses. Even if I can't explain why someone would do this, I'm fairly positive that this isn't anything paranormal. I live quite a distance off the road in an unremarkable house on private property. My neighbors are all older family members who go to bed extremely early and whose children are already grown and out of the house. In summary, there's no mischief makers to play pranks on us here. A few months ago, my mother and I stayed up late one evening watching television together. Around 3 a.m., I turned the television off and decided to go to bed. As I was leaving the room, I began to hear what sounded like carnival music playing outside of my house in the front yard. It was loud and close. My mother heard it too and immediately went to the window to investigate. She couldn't see anything but darkness. Everyone else was either asleep for the night or away on vacation. The lights were off in all the houses and none of them would be caught dead listening to anything but country music anyways. We were miles away from the nearest city so this wasn't a product of noise pollution. You can hear when a car pulled up into the yard but there was no sound of a car. The silence where I live is usually deafening. All you can hear is the ringing in your ears. Where did this song come from? Who was playing it and why? I was very unsettled by the idea of a stranger in a yard playing carnival music as this would suggest malicious intent. My father and uncle later mentioned that 20 years ago when my parents first moved in, the electrician had came in to install a ceiling light and stopped in the middle of his work saying that he could hear Pink Floyd playing in the front yard. Neither my father nor uncle could hear it. So they laughed it off and thought that the man was insane, but the electrician was freaking out. He kept opening the door trying to find the source of the noise, to no avail. Then it hit me. The song I heard that night was Pink Floyd's Serious Minor, the part that sounds like carnival music. I played the song for my mother and she began freaking out, saying, Yes, yes, that's what I heard. 
Who the hell is sitting in my yard at 3 a.m. in the middle of nowhere playing the same song, which isn't even a popular song, 20 years later with no car? Where did they come from? They would have had to walk several miles to get here. Aside from this, the only other strange experience that would suggest an intruder, we'd hear knocking on the living room window late at night at the same hour. Sometimes so intense that the wall of the house would rattle and send the couch into a reclining position. There were no nearby trees that could tap the glass and no animals except for a human that could possibly reach it. Fortunately, this has stopped over the last few weeks. This happened about three years ago. After a major breakup, and during the time, I lived pretty much in a rundown apartment building in a downtown city. Its residents were primarily students and low-income assistants, and security was pretty lacking. I had been at the mall just Christmas shopping when two young Korean women approached me about the Bible and asked for my number to schedule a time to meet and discuss it. They were really kind, so I felt bad, so I gave it to them without the actual goal of ever meeting them again. They probably checked that I had sent them the right one by texting me on the spot, and then they said goodbye. I didn't think anything of it for the next couple days. It was around 7pm a few days later, and I had been napping on the couch after a long day at work. I woke up to a sudden knock on my door, but I wasn't expecting anyone that evening. I didn't have a peephole either, so I had the choice of ignoring it or just blindly opening the door. I chose the latter, and a young Korean woman, nicely and modestly dressed, was at my door. I peeked down the hallway, my gut feeling a bit off, and I saw a line of similarly dressed young adults, all holding weird pamphlets knocking at the doors in my hallway. She asked me if I was interested in learning more about the Bible. I quickly thanked her for her time, told her that I wasn't interested and closed the door. I'm not sure if the two incidents are related, but it was really freaky, and I blocked the number that the woman used to text me 